you busy? Mm-mm. Okay, let me run something past you real quick. I may age myself a little bit or show uh, the tomboy side of me. You have a nice day, who cares? Uh, but you ever played a video game and then realized that there was such a thing called a cheat code? And so you spent more of your time <laughs> trying to implement the cheat code so that you didn't have to go through the entire board or that you can see the hidden board that you know no one else really sees that they don't have these particular set of codes and you would kind of like turn it into a networking thing right because you know your homeboy who found the cheat codes for certain such and this that and the third and then the game became more exciting because it became a part of man I can excel at this and a way faster pace and a much more better efficient way than having to go through each board in its entirety uh, until I finally get to the end of the stages of this particular life cycle of this game right can I tell you that I have found uh, as the young people would say the cheat code to earth <laughs> life emotions E or the above, like make it suspenseful, whatever you need me to just put in this next sentence to be like, oh, do say more with your words, come hither and, you know, spill, then insert it. Okay. Because I'm getting ready to spill. Let me explain something to you. I am so grateful for the fact that God allows maturity to happen in so many different ways, as many times as you want in one lifetime. I am so grateful that I don't see things the same. I am so grateful that the things that used to defeat me, I now dismantle. I am so grateful for the things that used to weigh me down and anchor me actually turned out to be the very thing that I need to get me off into another course. I am so grateful that what I thought was a closed door was actually protection. I am so grateful that the people who left were actually just making my load a little lighter. I am so grateful that with the times that I didn't have anyone else to talk to and no one else seemed available they were too busy or I just started seeing my circle go smaller and slimmer it wasn't a circle no more I started to feel like a, a ballpoint ink like bro that's a dot over an eye that's not a circle at, at all I'm so grateful for that because that allowed me to get closer to God that allowed me to hear God's voice louder than anyone else around me that allowed me to start hearing from eternally out that allowed me to start seeing life differently and I wish I would have done it earlier because it actually produced the fruit that I want to continue to eat from. May I pose to you that if you are not enjoying the current season of your life, is it because the fruit that you're currently eating is not appetizing? The thing about fruit that most people don't grasp is that it has a timing, it has a season, and it has a what we would like to call ripeness. I heard somebody say this and I was like, oh my gosh, that couldn't be further, like the, the, the best truth ever. Think of your favorite fruit in the whole entire world. Don't give me the, mm, I'm not really a fruit person. Think of a fruit. Okay, hate to be that person. No, because you'd be bringing it out of me. Now, think about that particular fruit when it's off season. Think about somebody giving you that particular fruit too early. Think about someone setting that fruit aside for you with you in mind and then forgetting it and giving it to you too late. Like the deliciousness of the fruit comes with timing. If that is true with something that we 
ingest and digest and make all these meals from and eat all the above, then why don't we see that to also be true for our particular lives? Like, why don't you see that dating him too early is not the man that you would get if you would have waited, but then also getting him too late, you know, because... Uh, I ain't gonna hold you L.O. Cool J don't he not really L.O. Cool J in the way that he was on the mama gonna knock you out like I don't know what happened but like the head size kind of tripled a little bit yeah um I kind of was looking at him low-key not not with those kind of eyes because she's very much happily married have a nice day but you know I looked at the side by side I said what happened is it steroids bruh like your head did a whole Yeah, I don't know what happened. But you you see when I like too late. I don't think you would have been called LO Cool J now in your prime, sir. Hmm? Mm-mm. Definitely just would have been, you know, Cool James. <laughs> Take off the LL for savings, you know, do whatever you need to do. You feel me? You see what I'm saying? Like certain people in their prime, you were like, yo, when I say everything, but then you saw a baby picture, younger picture, teenage picture, you was like, oh, you were struggling. Mm-mm, not struggling, struggling. <laughs> like it's a K in there somewhere. Like yikes, you know. Or you wait till somebody gets real vintage, and you like, you know what? Them prayers from high school is really, they really paid off. And I'm going on this tangent to talk about other people's grandbabies, but not in a gossiping way, because you know what these conversations are about. But just more else to tell you that the season of the thing, the timing of the thing, is what makes it an actual blessing. It's what makes it an actual blessing. And I believe that when we use terms like delicious and all these other things, you you know what I found the cheat code to be? The cheat code is you're seeing it from the wrong lens. The wiser that I get, the closer that I get to God, the more keen and sensitive that I am to the prompting and the voice of the Holy Spirit. I feel, I'm sorry, I just have to, Holy Spirit, activate. Holy Spirit, activate. I'm sorry, it's just, you know how you hear certain things and now when you say things, such a trigger word, like the Pee Wee Playhouse, it's okay, have a nice day. But what I noticed is there is a competing force, right? There's the kingdom of heaven and all the light and great things and the holy you know and the almighty the alpha and the omega he's very much doing his thing and then because of the decision that lucifer decided to make there is also a kingdom of darkness so what that would lead you to believe is uh whatever hierarchies and blessings and things that is in the heavenly realm it very much is the same thing in the kingdom of darkness And not to get all spooky-booky, but you have to look at a thing and say, okay. You know, they even taught us it as young as kids. You will watch the cartoon, and it would be a person trying to make a decision. And then on one shoulder, it would be, right, the person in red, right? The the bad one, you know, the kingdom of darkness. And then the other one would be the angel, and it's the kingdom of... So we learned low-key, very early on, that there are competing forces to the same thing. So the cheat code that I found out is there was also competing lenses to the same circumstance. Let me, let me give you an example. <laughs> let me tell you what all this is deriving from. I made this decision that I wanted to go back to school, right? 
that I wanted to excel in my career. There were certain things that I wanted to do. And for me personally, after prayer and seeking and making sure that I was with one with my husband, I decided that I wanted to go back to school. And I say it like that, sidebar caveat, because a lot of people feel like, oh, you don't have to go back to school, uh, you know, God can bless. Or some people feel like the only way I can get blessed is if I go back to school. Let me explain something to you. You don't know the coordinates to your blessing unless you go to God for the particular transportation method. Somebody, yes, cannot go to seminary and be the top contender. We have a lot of them. Joyce Meyer Ministries. <laughs> you know, we have a lot of people. Uh, Mike Todd, Transformation Church. There's a lot of people that have, but then there's people who they did go through seminary. T.D. Jakes, you know, Stephen Furtney. So you, there is no coordinate to your particular customizable plan that God has for your life. You need to go to God and ask him for the recipe for your dish. You don't take the this recipe from somebody else's dish. You ever did that? Copied a recipe to the tea, tasted it, and was like, it's not giving because it was not given to you. It was not anointedly given to you. Let it mean what it's supposed to mean. So I went ahead and went back to school because that's what I felt led to do. Okay? Started off in a, okay, I want to start in this particular path. I want it to be uh, a marriage marriage and family therapist absolutely loved it knocked it out the park got a couple of classes in okay I'm, I'm navigating okay so this is what I have to do blah 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 and then I started doing more research that was the issue I did my research after already applying to the program and I didn't do enough research beforehand to see if it spoke to me to see if I could see myself actually in it. And when I seen that I would have to go through all these particular classes for an extended amount of time, and then most of these classes would have to be done on campus. Uh, I have a family, sir. Okay. Um, on campus uh, for an extended amount of time. And then I would have to then have to do all these post hours. And then uh, I was like, time out, which is why you don't usually see MFTs marriage and family therapist, you usually see LMFTs, licensed marriage family therapists. Yeah, that L is a lot of time, okay? Love, and I'm gonna keep doing it. Because, and so people, listen, respect that field because what them folks gotta go through just to help some other folks get through some trauma is unbelievable. Can we do a hand clap of praise? Because while I didn't abandon ship, I'm still very much aware of, like, the thank you very much. <laughs> uh, because who not but you? If you go through all of that, you really want to help somebody. I ain't going to hold you. But for me, you see me pointing to myself? For me, I felt a different prompting. So I stopped real quick, and I was like, okay, what do I want to do? And I started seeing that my career choices and my interests started navigating over to business. So I was like, cool, if I'm going to do it in my career, I want it to also match and supplement with my education. Boom. Went ahead and told them people, I want to do an MBA. 
They were like, okay, but you have all this counseling experience, both in your undergrad and the classes that you've taken thus far with your graduate and with your experiences in your career. Nothing about you screams MBA. So what we're going to do is we've seen that based upon how well you've done in these classes, because I'm not one to gossip, but this grandbaby got all A's in, in the classes. Mm-hmm. Just a little yes man for me. So they were like, you know what? Because you did real, real good, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and give you this prerequisite class, um, and we're going to view it as a bridge class. If you can pass this, it's pretty much was like an in, I'm talking about, like they took everything in the undergrad and mushed it together. It was almost like the GED of MBA because they were like, how do we know that you know what you're talking about, what you want to do? And I was like, okay. And at first, I ain't going to hold you. A little distracted, a, a little discouraged, a little all the all the above. And I was like, okay. But guess what? Your girl knocked it out the park. I was getting ready to press the button again. I went, okay, I should. I should. I should. I should. I should. Okay. So knocked it out the park. Went to the NBA, d- did one class, boom, killing it. Went to another class, was like, uh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't really, I don't really think that I like this. And so the second class was difficult for me because they put this grandbaby in a group setting. And although I was knocking it out the park, the people who were a part of the group setting wasn't really carrying their weight. And so I had two classes or two grades in this class. One was an individual grade for all the work that I put in. Okay. Then the other grade, the second grade was a cumulative based upon the group. When I tell you that I was getting ready to take addresses, okay, and IP addresses, because what you're not going to do, Miss Ma'am C, I, that's a, that's not what you're not going to do. So I'm pleading on behalf of my professor. Like, I cannot get this group, the, the particular people in it, okay, to do what they need to do. And this is not my caliber of, of work ethic in, in the graduate level. You understand? Okay, I'm getting upset. You sense it. You're telling me to calm down. Okay. Take a moment. Okay. So I decided that I needed to withdraw from that class. Because what y'all not finna do is put an indent on something that I didn't even. Br- How? How I'm getting a grade for something you did or did not do? That didn't work for me. So I was quickly like, you know what? Probably not. I don't want to do this. And so I went ahead and asked, how many more of these classes are grouped? They were like, oh, you got another. So there's more courses under this degree completion plan that will require me for the degree I'm not going to be able to do it so I quickly was like you know what and at that time I was working someplace that was like we don't hire or promote or do anything else contingent upon your graduate school information we pretty much can go ahead and excel you based upon the your performance here it was true true corporate what, what results can you give? I ain't worried about none of that rest of that stuff, right? So I was like, okay, cool. Number one, I, I'm not feeling this class, so have a nice day. Number two, uh, y'all not going to require me, and I see myself kind of, you know, exploring to see the opportunities within the company. I'm done. So I took a break. 
And when I said break, I broke. You understand? Done. Because y'all can have a nice day. Because keep in mind, at this point, I'm a cash-paying student. Cash-paying student for every single class. So me not deciding something or me not liking something, costly. So the break was very much needed. Then I decided, okay, I got into this new facility and this new career path. And I took the time to research because what I didn't allow that break to do was to break me. It was no, you stepped out on faith and said, I want to do something different. And that is honorable, noble. And I'm so proud of you being that brave. But I need you to put some more oomph into it. You can't just be like, I want to go do A, B, and C and not have the particular information that you need faith is awesome but I'm also need you to have a way to figure out how to get there ask the Holy Spirit do you, you got to literally and in computer in your pocket called a cell phone figure it out put all the figures together go to God and be like okay so this is kind of what I'm thinking what do you think and just teamwork that situation out so I did exactly that and I was like, okay, but I'm going to go ahead and tell you, uh, as the time is progressing, she is also getting wiser, or what the young people would say, you know, older. Um, she's becoming vintage at this point. And the last thing she want to do is be doing homework after, after class. I'm sorry, after work. Yeah, I don't want to go to work and then have to come home and work and then also have a class. Who's going to do that? And she got a whole family, okay, pup pups included. Have a nice day. So I was like, okay. I finally, I prayed on it. I landed on something that truly spoke and fulfilled me like I, when I was reading it I was like this is what I want this is the degree it's still business it's still this that and the third I went ahead pulled up the degree completion asked all the questions are there any group settings okay courses that's going to require for me to work in a group oh because I was getting ready to tell you have a nice day okay cool is there any so I literally this time I did my research this time I backed up my emotional response to, no, let's actually get some figures to this while you're also stepping out on faith. This time, I felt like this is where I was landed. But I, I, I have to tell you, a part of that made me feel like I wasted a lot of time. So in feeling that way, I went ahead and said, mm, so what's a way that I can efficiently complete this degree plan because I don't want to be around this mountain for another 39 years. And just in me brainstorming aloud after making yet another payment for a particular class, I said, is there any way that I can actually, <sighs> talking to the academic advisor, is there any way that I can get some of these classes off of my degree completion plan? I mean, like, I feel like at this point in my career, I don't need a class on effective communication because they don't know your grandbaby be talking. You know, this grandbaby be talking. You understand? So the last thing I need for you to tell me how to effectively talk, I know how to do it, okay? In all means, the email, the facts, the instant, however, choose a, a realm. I'm, I'm going to body it. And so in me asking that question, they were like, yeah, there's this thing called Portfolio Plus. I was like, ooh, say more with your words. They was like, well, what we'll do is however you want to do it, you can either show by, you know, the way that you did with the initial bridge class. You can say, hey, I can go ahead and show you that I have defeated or conquered and mastered uh, the objectives for this particular class. I was like, say more with your words. He was like, true. Or you can implement and upload your resume, and then we can go ahead and view the two. And essentially, you will get, uh, we'll just 
pass it for you. Now, you won't get a letter grade. You'll get a passing grade, which doesn't affect any way, shape, or form your GPA. It was just showed that you fulfilled those particular credits, almost as if you transferred it over. I said, okay. Now, here's the thing. I want you to count with me. There were 10 classes for this particular degree completion plan. One of them was taken down because I took that as the bridge class. Uh, two of them were taken away because I actually went ahead and satisfied that in the MBA class. Two of them I actually took under the new degree completion. Taking the next one, which will be the sixth class, that's when I asked the question. So I had four remaining classes to go. I thought it would be amazing if God just went ahead and let them just get off the one, right? Then I was like, nah, do it a little bit more. Like, bro, if you're going to do it, do it. I was like, okay, it would be really faith if I went ahead and did number two. Can I tell you that I really stepped on faith and did number, I did three? Can I tell you that currently right now, um, these folks approved three classes. Your girl has one more class, one more class after the class that I'm currently taking, one more class, and I am done with graduate school. You, you know what I'm about to do, don't you? <laughs> Let me explain something to you. After almost not crying because it took for my husband to encourage me, uh, I really, like I told you before, there's always the midwife for your season. And so I felt myself, first of all, I felt a little bit nervous about it. I ain't going to hold you. I was like, how can I get these people to believe that I've mastered something that I've never done? And I started getting afraid. And so I knew months in advance that I could do this. But the frustration of, bro, I don't want to finish this in another, you know, however long it's going to take. Not, not only that, I don't want to pay for formal classes out of pocket. Not only that, I don't want to have to manage a whole household and four classes after that. And so I felt myself in between two emotions. The emotion of, but I, I probably would have had more confidence if my undergrad was in business. But then it was like, bro, what you talking about? You did a whole GED MBA. Like, what are you? And you passed it. Like, no, no, no. It has nothing to do with what you've done before. It's about the capacity that you have now. I bind that in the name of Jesus. Anybody who feels like, oh, if I would have had this much experience or this particular situation or this amount of money, then I would be more confident in what I'm currently facing right now. No, every opportunity is an opportunity if you show up. Every opportunity is an opportunity if you align with God. And every opportunity becomes a success when you have faith that you can do it and when you know that the source is not you. I literally had to shake myself and say, oh my gosh, I am now starting to realize that what we saw as kids in the cartoon with the red on one shoulder and the white on one shoulder for one particular decision. It's the same thing that happens with the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of heaven. It's the same thing that happens when we're trying to make a decision. The LMNOP, kingdom of darkness, will use negative emotions to retract you from a particular lane, from a particular decision, from a particular outcome. While God wants to use positive emotions, hope, 
excitement, all the things that's like, oh my gosh, I'm excited about this opportunity. He wants to use that to propel you toward it. I did not realize that all this time, the only thing that truly confirms and conclude what's going to happen next is what lens do we see it through? What lens do we see it through? I had an opportunity and I always call the kingdom of darkness a carbon copy because they're not doing nothing original. They're looking, they looking at what God has and they're like, ooh, let's go ahead and do something different. Oh, wait. Oh, you doing that? Okay, let me let me go ahead and, and do something different. But with the same spin, bro, it's the same thing. You couldn't create another kind of kingdom? Why you had to call the kingdom? <laughs> like you couldn't have, and, and I'm no shame to anybody that you know that goes ahead and they celebrate Santa. I never celebrated Santa because I didn't like that it looked like a carbon copy of Jesus. You want to celebrate him the same day that we actually celebrate Jesus. You want him to be this omnipresent person, which is a lot like Jesus. You want him to be the person that, you know, you have an idea of him, but you can't see him a lot like Jesus. You have this person that, you know, he knows when you've been naughty. He knows when you've been nice, kind of like Jesus. You kind of have this person that, you know, he has access to your home and he has access to you, you know, your behavior, kind of like Jesus. So I never celebrated that. In my household with my children, because I didn't do well with carbon copies. But little did I know that there were also carbon copies with how you see a thing. Looking at the example of me with school, I literally was looking at the fact that I changed from the MFT and then went to MBA as, like, yo, I am wasting time. This is not working out the way that I thought. I this, that, and the third. And when I changed that lens, because that particular lens was making me it was retracting me from the goal. Man, forget it. Because my other friends are getting promoted and literally, real talk, didn't have a degree. I'm talking to my cousin. My cousin's making six figures with an undergrad. No shame to nobody. But it was speaking to, bro, you don't have to go to school. You don't have to go to school to make good money. School's not for everybody. All the other stuff, blah, blah, blah. But what... And that's why I said you can't use somebody else's recipe for your dish because God told me to go back to school. So if that was a key ingredient for my success, I can't dare get to the edge of somebody else's and say, well, how come they didn't? You don't know what God has for them. You don't know what they have to go through. So you mind your business on the ingredients that God chose for their dish. Do you understand that? Okay, great. I'm glad that you did that. So when I flipped the lens to the thing that was retracting me, from the overall blessing, God was like, I'm going to go ahead and use a different set of emotions to propel you, to draw you closer to the overall mission. He used a frustration that was not anger to allow me to ask a question that had I asked it a long time ago, it probably would have saved me a couple of, I'm not going to hold you, a couple of more classes. I asked just out of, hmm, I don't want to, 
is there anything else I can do? Didn't even know that that was a question to ask. I don't know anyone who's on a portfolio plus. I didn't see this advertised. There was no commercial. It's not on any social media platform. How would I have known? As a matter of fact, I don't know anyone who has a graduate degree to be able to ask these particular questions, like literally or not in the field that I want to be in. You know, I know people with law degrees and stuff like that, but not where it's like, oh, that makes sense. You you can't, you got to be, a, if you're going to do this thing, you're going to have to get a law degree and then get your bar and all that other stuff, right? If you're going to go for your MBA and you want to be a CPA, that's just the sequence of events that need to take place. But I didn't know anyone with my particular recipe or anything that looked f- familiar to it. What happened when God changed my lens and it removed from the carbon copy lens is that I started seeing things differently. I was like, oh, well, I was just asking for one class. But now that you let <laughs> you talking about resume and experience and mastery and, and I felt, you know, the confidence trickle over from when I had to take that bridge MBA GED class. I'm like, yo, I think I could do two. And then I went to God. I was like, God, you said that you would do exceedingly abundantly beyond what I can think or imagine. So, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to ask you to do three, big bro. I ain't going to hold you. I got a little bit excited. was like, I'm going to do all four. But when I sat down with my husband, it was in agreement. Like, you know what? I think you may need that accounting class. I ain't going to hold you. Um, It's non-financial for managerial. You may find that that's something that assists you. And I was like, okay, the only reason I didn't go for that fourth is because my husband and I were on one accord because it felt a little off. But I was like, yo, if he give me the green light, I'm doing all four. And he was like, now nah, I'm gonna need you to go ahead and um go ahead and take that particular class. That one may be beneficial for you. And I was like, okay, you know what? I ain't gonna hold you. I'll I'll take the class, right? So the inception to my success was just using a different set of emotions. What I was using before was on the red red side of things right it was the other side of the shoulder oh, you ain't gonna never finish you ain't going this and the third you ain't oh I mean how much more money how much more time oh this is a lot to balance it would have been different if you did this before the kids it would and then God flipped that like Mm-mm, I want you to show your kids you can do all things in Christ who strengthens you I want you to be able to say that when you put your mind to a thing it is what it is and when you go ahead and align your actions your deeds and your decisions with God that it's going to be like like you said before success is inevitable I want you to show your children what you did and see I want you to show them that you know what yes this is hard work that's why I want you to do it better that's why I want you to get your degrees and do whatever you need to do to figure yourself out before you add more people into your household before you add more people into your life like yeah you need sometimes you need exposure to motivate you in ways that it's like you know what that one act that you did motivated me in 16 ways and so I literally said you know what I don't think that we realize how strong this whole lens thing truly is. Like, I don't think that we realize that it's more than just, um, oh, your feelings are controlling you. No, 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 no. There is a carbon copy kingdom trying to win you over. And the more people that they get to delay something out of fear, out of emotions, anything that's negative, they win. It's like the space game. Us, them, like why so many points on that side? Because they use a different set of emotions. The same way that God would use indicators and emotions in you, they just use a negative component to that and they won. So immediately I was like, Holy Spirit, can you show me 
another way of bringing us to life in, for, on biblical terms where, man, if it was just a different lens, if, if she would have just moved this carbon copy lens, how would Eve have ended up? Let's go ahead and read that. Genesis 3, NOT version, you know I read from, right? Okay, let's get it. I'm going to just start from the first. The serpent was the shrewdest of all the wild animals the Lord God had made. One day, he asked the woman, Did God really say you must not eat the fruit from any of the trees in the garden? Two, of course we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, the woman replied. Three, it's only the fruit from the tree in the middle of the garden that we are not allowed to eat. God said, you must not eat it or even touch it. If you do, you will die. Four, you won't die, the serpent replied to the woman. Five, God knows that your eyes will be open as soon as you eat it and you will be like God, knowing both good and evil. Six, the woman was convinced. She saw that the tree was beautiful and its fruit looked delicious and she wanted the wisdom it would give her. So she took some of the fruit and ate it. Then she gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it too. Seven. At that moment, their eyes were open and they suddenly felt shame at their nakedness. So they sewed fig leaves together to cover themselves. Eight. When the cool evening breezes were blowing, the man and his wife heard the Lord God walking about in the garden. So they hid from the Lord among the trees. Nine. Then the Lord called to the man. Where are you? 10 he replied I heard you walking in the garden so I hid I was afraid because I was naked 11 who told you you were naked the Lord God asked have you eaten from the tree whose fruit I commanded you not to eat 12 the man replied it was the woman you gave me who gave me the fruit and I ate it 13 then the Lord God asked the woman what have you done the serpent deceived me, she replied. That's why I ate. Let me explain something to you. In this very example, there literally were two different lenses Eve could have looked at it from. He literally tricked her to believe. Verse 5. God knows that your eyes will be open as soon as you eat it. And you will be like God, knowing both good and evil. Six, the woman was convinced. She saw that the tree was beautiful and its fruit looked delicious. And she wanted the wisdom it would give her. So she took some of the fruit and ate it. And then she wanted her husband to be smart too. So the Bible says, then she gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it too. What, what, what are the lenses? Literally, she looked at that fruit that she has seen before, a few times before the serpent even showed up, and looked at that fruit as pretty, untouchable. A lot like how some people should look at uh, certain people before they get in a relationship with, hmm? Extramarital affairs, hmm? Okay. God told you not to talk to such and such. And he, then he had to go ahead and make a worldly song. Never touch a big button and smile. And you, you still didn't get it. It's poison, sir. Hmm? So she's seen that fruit before. It's not the first time that she's seen the fruit. 
she's seen, bruh, he, no, of course we may eat. Listen to her, verse two. Of course we may eat fruit from the trees in a garden. It's only the fruit from the middle of the tree that he, we're not allowed to eat. God said, if you touch it, you may not die. He literally changed her lens. She had on there beautiful, but no ma'am. He changed it and was like, beautiful, and you'll be like God. He changed her lens. Changed it so much so that the Bible has it documented, the first line in verse 6, that the woman was convinced. She saw that the tree was beautiful and its fruit looked delicious. It's not that it was just beautiful all of a sudden, but now it was tasty. Now she's salivating like, mm. I'm sorry. Oh, been a lot. Yeah, I have. You know what? So it's beautiful. It's delicious. And I get to be like my creator. She started to look at something that was off limits as something that will make her like someone that she admired. A lot of the times people are not doing things because they want to be evil. People are doing things because they want to appear like someone that they admire. Isn't that why people cheat with money and steal? And, you know, they breaking into stores and doing all these, you know, why are you stealing from Louis Vuitton? Why are you cheating people out of money so you can get richer? Why are there so many get rich schemes? Have you viewed a celebrity or someone that you've seen like, man, that's the life? And so you use a negative lens to say, and this is how I'm going to achieve it. Did you see someone's body shape and you were like, man, that's ideal. So now it's just rampantness of BBLs because now your body doesn't look right to you. Who told you you were not attractive naked? Who told you that you were not attractive naked? Yet that you seen that the only way to be happy is to be booed up even if uh he's not boo material. And so, um, but you know, the people that you see on the Instagrams and stuff, like you will go through any measure just to be able to post something with a little, you know, sound song cuteness. If you only knew what you really do, I never I don't wanna doesn't quite like you do. And I'm making that face because like you you really would put your heart at risk just to have that song that template over a, a video of the dude who don't even treat you right come on say decent because i don't know another way to say like what do you what okay i don't get it but it's been happening since the garden the serpent single-handedly changed her lens single-handedly she knew better he changed her lens she knew better he changed and convinced her she knew better and then once he gave her his perspective and then she gave to her husband the serpent's perspective that's when he started seeing things differently oh we're naked Oh, we should cover each other up. Oh, we should mhm um how about you just take off that lens Oh, you know what? We're behind. We're struggling. We ain't, we ain't going to never get on top. You know, it's, it's, the, it's the white man. It's the whatever lens that somebody else passed down to you may not even be yours. Somebody else passed down a perspective to you and you didn't even realize that you are looking through the life of a carbon copy lie. That's a lie. How, how you, you go, you're going to be in that particular state 
for an extended amount of time and you can't take no more. And the Bible talks about all these promises that God gave you. Like literally he took slaves and was like, I'm going to make y'all um, homeowners real quick, but you got to fight for it. No, I'm, and I don't believe in a prosperity gospel, but the Bible says that, uh, yeah, the prayers of the righteous are not forsaken. Okay. I've never seen the prayers of the righteous forsaken. It was, was the exact term. It talks a lot about, you know what? Um, Ask God and he'll give. <laughs> Believe it in your heart and it'll be. Um, but please understand that if you are praying for something where carbon copy lies uh, perspectives, it's probably not going to come to pass. So uh, can I possibly say that most of your frustration is because you're trying to go ahead and grasp something with somebody else's lens, somebody else's perspective, maybe even a carbon copy lie. That is my challenge to you. My challenge to you is to look at anything currently in your life that you are frustrated with and possibly go deeper. Like I, I need you to really go ahead and and just like be on your like, listen, like Holy Spirit activate kind of, you see what I'm saying? And I want you to go into a different state and say, am I seeing this from a carbon copied lie? Like, does someone make me believe that because I have children that I'm going to be, nobody's going to want me? Is, does somebody make me feel like because of the decisions that I made when I was younger and my brain wasn't all the way developed yet, that now it's going to be the black cloud over my entire life for the rest of my life? Does someone put something in my perspective, a carbon copy lie, that's making me look at any aspect of me, my life, or my surroundings as if I'm just doomed for failure? It's never going to happen. That's just... Like, do you have the Invo soundtrack? Never gonna get it, never gonna get it, never gonna get it, never gonna get it, never. Like, is that just playing in the background of your life? Or do you need to flip it? Like, yo, you can play music, just choose a different song. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind, I can never get it. What? Every time I step up in the building, everything hands go up. And they say, there, ah, come on. Down, up, down, up, down. Because all I do is win, win, win. You see what I'm saying? Play a song, but play the song that works for you. Why you? Why do you think that when people get sad, they always want to listen to something that's like, it's going to make me cry, and I remember that time. Bruh, but that's the song that you chose. That's the perspective that you chose to look through. That's the carbon copy lie that you decide to subscribe to. You know you can feel not your best and play something uplifting, and it changed your whole mood. You ever tried that? You ever said, you know what, I'm just not feeling myself. Play the gospel song or any song that uplifts you. It could be the the, the, the Bishop Khaled, okay, and, and felt like, yo, I feel good. Or heard something on YouTube or did anything uplifting while you were not feeling your best, best and you felt something completely different thereafter. That's because you chose not to subscribe to the carbon copy lie. How come you're not doing that in your current situation? Hmm. How come you not? How, how come you not? How, how come you not? How, how come you not? I want to remix it so that you know it. How come you not applying that to your current situation? What's my challenge to you? Did you hear what I just said a couple moments ago? Oh, okay. Because I thought you was you put the phone down. My challenge to you is to look at any situation you are currently going through and decide, analyze, and decide. I'm no longer going to subscribe to this carbon copy lie. Mm -mm. I'm not. 
I'm going to choose the perspective, choose the emotions, choose the lens that makes me gravitate toward the final conclusion that I believe that God has for my life. I am not going to be a puppet for the kingdom of darkness that makes me use a set of emotions and make me feel it that retracts me from what God has for my life. And then get upset when I see somebody else getting it. And I know they don't want it as bad as me. And now, so he, the kingdom of darkness literally can make you feel something about your own self, stop you in your own tracks, and then get mad that somebody's running their own race. That's the dumbest thing ever. And I don't use dumb enough, but that's dumb. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Okay, well, listen, I feel like you got what you needed. You did. Um. You know what these conversations are, right? Okay. They are life-provoking conversations, conversations that not the average person is going to have with you. But who? Your favorite homegirl. Listen, who else is going to tell you all their business? Brew the tea. Provide the lemon. Provide the lemon slice. Provide the honeys. Provide the spoon. And then stir it. Not only sip it for themselves, but pour you some. Who else but your favorite homegirl? Who? Who? Don't make me an owl. Who? <laughs> but listen, um, I'm going to go ahead and let you let me go. I'm on one. Uh, I just want to leave you with this little, all I do is win, 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 don't matter what. Later. <laughs>